I went up to the grave above Tsura, and there's a lot of people up there praying and everything. But as an archaeologist, do you think that this could be the grave of Samson? Let's say that Samson, it's historical character. Okay. And then let's go to the sources. So first of all, the Bible in Judges 16:31, The Bible states clearly that Samson was buried between Torah and the Shtaol in the tomb of Manoch, his father. So not at Torah, not at Shtaol, somewhere in between. Mm. Torah is quite surely identified at Tel Torah, and in this case, Arabic name of the site preserved the ancient name. So we have good identification in this case. Eshtaol is also identified as Eshua, which was a site which preserved the name nearby, east of Torah. Mm-hmm. So in this case, we have two, let's say, well-accepted geographical, historical identifications, so the tomb should be in between, not at one of them. Again, if you ask an archaeologist, and I'm an archaeologist, mm-hmm. tomb always located outside ancient settlements. In this case, the modern tradition points to a location which is within an ancient settlement. Uh-huh. So it shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Moreover, we always go and check the Arab traditions. And in this case, we have two very interesting traditions which locate the tomb nearby in this region, but not at Torah. And both traditions locate the tomb somewhere in between these two sites. One of them is at Hirbet Lin, which is a bit north of Torah. And actually, we can say that it lies in between these two sites. And this tradition was preserved by Victor Guerin, the famous French explorer. And the second tradition was again preserved by another French explorer, Charles Mongano. And he located the, the tomb of Shimshon Samson, the Tabu Mizar, which is near Tel Shemesh. So in any case, we have two locations in this area preserved by the Arabs, but not at Tel Torah. And again, if you ask an archaeologist, I know the site. I know the site. Mm. I know the site from the 80s. In the 80s, this tradition just started. So if you follow the development of this cultic place, you can see that it's a pretty modern um, tradition created in the last 30, 40 years. It's not an ancient tradition. It's a modern one. What, what is that so, site? Is it like a, a, a sheikh's tomb? Not even a typical sheikh's tomb. It's a, it's a, it's a modern creation. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry to disappoint your audience, but it's a, it's a pretty modern creation. So, so this whole phenomenon that you talk about over the past 30, 40 yeah. years of, of uh, Kevr Tzadikim, of these uh, righteous uh, tombs, is this something that, uh, that's new in the past uh, generation or, or what? Well, I would say that humans have this need to uh, create sanctuaries and cultic places. And humans everywhere, in, in Christianity, in Judaism, in, in Islam, so it's not something new. So in this case, and also sometimes, you know, it has to do with local groups, local sects, need of local groups to create a cultic site. So, you know, I'm not an anthropologist, so I'm not following exactly the creation of these places. But what I can say from the archaeological point of view, sorry, but there is no base 
for this identification. And from the historical, geographical, historical point of view, the only thing that I can say for sure is that we know where Tzora and where Eshtaol were located, and, and the tomb has to be in between. And from the, let's say, let's say the Arab folklore, so again, we have two traditions in this region, but not at the tomb, which is now regarded as the holy tomb of Shimshon of Samson.